welcome back to another year of exciting topics, amazing guests, and interesting questions. As we bring to you the first episode of the Pragyan Podcast, Season Two. I'm your host Trishla, and along with me is Swami, and we are absolutely delighted to kickstart the season. We have our podcast series partner, Headphone Stories and Podcasts. Catch us on their Instagram page at Headphone dot official. Lately, we have seen the word pandemic intruding all our conversations and making a place for itself in our everyday vocabulary. Well, it has very well managed to ravage the economy on a much bigger scale, putting tight financial constraints on most of the people. So, if we were to look at it objectively, we would say financial management is the key, or will be the key, to navigate the stormy waters ahead. Keeping that in mind. For today's episode, we have with us a very successful NIT Trichy alumnus, Mrs. Bhuvana Shriram. She is currently the founder and the CEO of Plan to Prosper, a fintech startup based out of Mumbai. The focus of this episode is primarily on wealth management or financial independence, or if I were to put it in simpler words for you, it's about basic, simple money habits. So, good evening, ma'am. First of all, thank you so much for squeezing time out for us, and for the wonderful topic at hand. Of course, I'm sure all of us are very eager to hear more about you, about your journey, as well as about what are these small, simple money habits. Thank you, thank you uh, very much, and I uh, really appreciate you guys taking this initiative, Trishla uh, and uh, Swami. And happy to talk to you. Shoot. So, for a typical Indian. child in an indian household his financial needs are taken care of by the parents till he or she secures a job i feel that inhibits the development of one's own financial independence or the, even the sense of it so ma'am what do you think would be the most appropriate time or age when a person is you know set to mature himself or herself financially um okay this is interesting i think even in the west uh, children are taken care of by parents <laughs> so uh, but maybe they just leave home early and uh, they start managing money themselves uh, which i'm sure happens with you as well because you're in hostel and um, you know they you have some pocket money to manage so you do learn a little bit of uh, money management don't you so yeah you could start um, as early as 10 years 11 years when you get your pocket money and how you managing it what you do with it so that really is no uh, a time limit as to when you should start like they say warren buffett started investing when he was 11 and he claims that he was late right so i don't think there's any uh, time when it's it's a commodity right so it's the most used commodity when you become an adult and you don't even learn how to use it until you've done enough mistakes so that's the really sad part of it but um, you could start as early as uh, you lay your hands on your first pocket money yeah so based i want to ask you about like when students go for hires after btech right uh, especially uh, parents shell out a lot of money so the yeah. problem uh, here is that after finishing masters uh, students okay. are usually burdened by lakhs of loans and to repay the loans that you have taken for masters up in the us you need to really have a job in the us because only then you can earn in dollars and uh, you will earn enough to really expect to repay the loans so how what kind of 
advice would you give to the students to really tackle this uncertainty yeah yeah i know that's uh, that's uh, not a very pleasant place to be in it it be nice if you can start off your earning life without any loans on a clean slate at a i don't know you know in the in the black instead of in the red um but, but that's really not something in your hands it's something that your parents should have planned for right uh, so when they were when you were born they knew that you got to go to college when you're 18 they had 18 years to plan for right so I mean, for whatever reasons uh, give them enough credit and give them some slack they did what they did and if you do end up with loans uh, uh, i mean it's it's really not the loan that you took the loan was taken by your parents for you for your education so i don't think you should really worry about uh, having the credibility uh, to take that loan uh, it's been your parents credibility to take that loan but you can establish a good credit history by repaying that loan so repay that loan as soon as you can and build your credit history so that uh, i mean having a strong credit history is good although having a loan is not good but having a strong credit history um, helps in case you want a good loan going forward either a home loan or something but i'm not a big fan of taking loans at all i believe that everything can be bought cash down you know even your car your house if you plan well enough can be bought cash down so no don't ever take loans that's what uh, is what i go out saying but if this is how you're starting off um, you you just figure out how to get out of it as soon as you can so basically i want to ask you about like when students go yeah. for highers after btech right uh, especially uh, parents shell out a lot of money education in itself is kind of like an investment is kind of like stock market only like you don't know whether you will get the returns that you expect so the problem uh, here is that after finishing masters uh, students are usually burdened by lakhs of loans and to repay the loans that you have taken for masters up in the us you need to really have a job in the us because only then you can earn in dollars and uh, you'll earn enough to really right. expect to repay the loans so how what right. kind of advice would you give to the students to really tackle this uncertainty okay so um, uncertainty in the job space is a little beyond my purview but if you can not take a loan get some scholarship or do some work there or part time or something like that and reduce the liability space i mean reduce how much loan you're taking that be a great help for yourself like that give you a very strong footing it gives you um risk taking abilities uh, see whenever you take a loan right you're just pumping up uh, risks if there is a job loss or if for some reason work uh, becomes a question now it, it could not just be job loss it could just be like you know you somebody falls sick and they're not able to go to work their emi still have to be paid right so as much as possible if you can uh, reduce liabilities that be amazing uh, gather as much experience as possible i don't think there's any better education if you're going to go to work you can work for 2 3 years save up some money you know work hard at your scores get scholarships go there and do some work uh, part time work so that you can supplement your um, you know your expenses with some income and keep loans to as little as possible so that it gives you a great head start uh, to begin with but if you do manage i mean if if you're not able to manage without any loans uh, the first few years just go nuts into repaying that loan just don't hang it i mean of course you will get loans for up to 8 years but don't ever keep a loan for more than 3 years because uh, i mean after that life happens you get married you have to buy a house and you just loans and loans and loans and loans how will you even start building wealth right so um, as much as possible reduce um, taking any kind of loans so 
that that be my that be my advice so i mean the takeaway here is minimize your loans as much as possible yes zero loans if that's possible don't take loans at all yeah because the first thing that you will get when you go to a job will be a credit card right <laughs> that that's the first thing that come to you. you you open your salary account and your bank will come and give you a credit card but why don't they give you a, an insurance policy or why don't they just give you a mutual fund or a sip to start with why do they give you a credit card i mean you just they just doing whatever it takes to <laughs> you know screw up our life but yeah that that's the world that we live in okay ma'am so i mean uh, building ahead on that i uh, i did some background check and i know that you pursued your mba from nit trichy so uh, you did take a did you take a job in between your bcom and mba yeah i did yeah out like how did you decide ki okay i have to do a job and then this or was it like going with the flow as you felt like yeah so i mean i i think that that was really very long time back but um i started off selling credit cards and uh then i yeah so that was my first job after bcom and then i did um, uh copywriting for an ad agency i sold copy for some time and i did a lot of odd things uh for a year and a half i appeared for the ssb interview i want to join the army and then i didn't get through i got rejected and by the time my results from the ssb interview came all the exams were over cat and all of them were over so the only pending exam was uh, nit trichy so i took it and i got through so uh that that's a long story short but yeah that's what it is but i'm a big advocate of working before you yeah. go for hire so because it gives you perspective gives you real life exam and you know knowledge it gives you an open mind to assimilate what you uh, learn uh, without i mean i i wouldn't say it take more than 3 4 years of gap but uh, because after that you probably um, the ability to learn in a classroom drops uh, but if it's 2 or 3 years if you can buffer up a little bit of expenses by savings and all that stuff that that that's amazing i think. yeah uh, so from a really young age we kind of have dreams right so uh, we see the movie stars the sports people etc like how they flaunt their uh, accessories and the watches the cars etc so from a very young age we really kind of want to replicate that in our own lives right so uh, that's why we want to go to a really good college get a good good job and earn a lot extra so the uh, point uh here that you want to make us would you recommend changing people's lifestyles so that they can accommodate whatever salary they get in their life or would you recommend people really going f- uh, for the moon or going for the stars and uh, looking to get a job that would help them manage such a lifestyle okay so you want to um catch up with the joneses you should know that they are broke Okay so anybody with a lifestyle like that if you see it uh it's not the whole story uh so there's not any not a single person i know who spent more than they've earned and created wealth okay so earning uh, is a different ball game creating wealth is a different ball game what a broke man does is he earns he spends he pays off his loans and whatever is left is what he saves uh, what a rich man does is he earns he builds wealth and the earnings from the wealth is what he spends so i mean it's my big uh, suggestion that please stay focused on what's important to you in your life do what your heart says that you should do 
don't get distracted by what's happening keep your lifestyle to as minimum as possible follow the fire movement if you can financial independence and retire early uh, where uh, you know it's, it's a movement on minimalism on uh, enjoying life on experiences on you know not going after material things uh, stay on diet when there is a barrage of uh, different kinds of foods that are being flooded in the market staying on a budget when there's so much distraction that's the modern struggle so that is i think that includes the your behavior with your own money so if i were to tell you that i am a fresher who is relocating from you know my home city to a new city with a new job so what would be the right or the wrong steps or you know the to do and not to do list that you would advise me to you know follow for the first few years yeah so uh, if you're moving to a new city very good uh, great experiences uh, and um, the only thing that it says as regards to your money you should have a, a you know a, an objective for your money uh, what is it that you want uh, to be doing what is it that you want the money to do for you remember you are the boss right you tell your money what it should do so it's not the other way uh, you know not the other way around so you be a good boss to your money tell the money what it should do for you keep your expenses as little as possible don't get distracted uh, don't don't worry about what other people are saying because they never going to get as wealthy as you will if you follow this that's nice uh, that's that's a really good piece of advice so this was regarding the people who will be starting out now now those who are you know getting into the college or you know in the second and third years what is that one thing that they should always have at the back of your head have the of their head as in Uh, apart from you know they should save less save more and spend less what is this one thing that we can do in college itself what can you do in college right you only get pocket money you you get a chance to earn something no right you just get pocket money you just get as much as you need I mean, uh, at most uh, internship stipends or passive income some blog posts or something maybe at most not much to be honest yeah hello so in college what can you do so second years third years uh, just work really hard to ensure that you don't have to take a loan for higher studies if you have to <laughs> you know uh, put away money for higher studies if you know it's coming up then try and take not try and take no loans for higher studies i think that's an immediate goal right it's just very obvious so if i if i were you and i know that i'm going to spend uh, half a you know half a crore rupees on higher education i'd put away every penny uh, so that i'd not have to borrow and i'd like blog like crazy if it'll give me money <laughs> you know whatever it takes right so ensure that uh, i don't have to take loans yeah so this passive income creation that you talked about so by ideally by what age should we you know feel that okay yes we are financially independent now we can retire from our respective jobs and still lead the lifestyle that we have made for ourselves what is that particular age for which we should target i know there are people who are financially free at 30 uh, that, that's a, the tall ask yeah but uh, i mean those people really live minimalist right so they they don't buy homes they don't take loans uh, they, they live very minimalistic lifestyles so if you can afford that then you, you can do it as early as that uh, but you know if you decide to expand your lifestyle and get fancy and all that stuff it will take that much longer but i would reckon that 
at least by 40 you should be financially free because you still you have a lot of experience by the time you're 40 and you still have another 15 20 years of very active life to go so that's when you can really contribute doing meaningful things your learning phase is over your contribution state uh, phase starts and uh, that's when you can do high impact work without worrying about whether it's going to earn you money or not so if you're financially free by then and you don't have to uh, really say, okay, I need the money to come in to live my lifestyle that's taken care of. Then you can put your heart and soul into things that um, really make impact, even if they don't earn money. Well said, mom. Yes, that that does make full sense. So with that being said, um, we learned a few new phrases like fire, financially independent, retire early. We learned about passive income. So uh, is there any one phrase that you would want our listeners to, you know, take away from this uh, interview or the podcast episode and live by that phrase? I'm like that one phrase, like some people say, stay hungry, stay foolish. So similarly, what is your go to phrase? I think just start early uh, because time is your biggest uh, friend. It's, It's your greatest friend. If you lose time, you lose um, opportunity. So inspiration is very short-lived. So take action uh, with impatience, but be very, very patient for your results. Uh, You know, the journey to wealth building is very, very boring. Uh, But start early. Keep keep the process uh, going. uh, Keep the faith and start very early. Earn less than you, uh, sorry, uh, spend less than you earn and put away as much money as you can. That's pretty much that. So, uh, that's just one more question I just wanted to put forth. Like, um, post-marriage, like around 28-29 people get married and post it, people will be obviously burdened by responsibilities like uh, managing a household and uh, managing children, etc. So, uh, people usually uh, get placed at around 22. At most, if they do highest, 24. So, this 5 to 7 years, this gap, so people should, uh, should students really focus on the salary or should they focus more on their on their interests or on the learning experience that a job offers so which part of the spectrum should they really lean so that's are they mutually one question. exclusive i mean can you not do something interesting and still earn a lot of money I mean, is that a... no at all points in time i don't think these are mutually exclusive uh, they, uh, I mean, I don't believe that you can't have money and satisfaction at the same time. I, I mean, I, I don't, uh, I don't think they are mutually exclusive. But in your early years or later years or whenever, I think you should really do what um, makes you happy because uh, if you're happy, you will become rich. It's not the other way around. Money is an energy, you know. It follows you where you appreciate it. Okay, so it's uh, you, you appreciate your money, give it a lot of respect, uh, but don't become its slave. So money is a bad boss. You be the boss, right? Tell your money where it's where it has to go. If you keep your lifestyle le- is low, then you can make these choices. If you expand your lifestyle, bloat up your lifestyle, you won't be able to make these choices. So early on, keep your lifestyle very limited. So it give you opportunities to learn, uh, learn things. It's very rightly said. Um, so we learned that lead a very minimalistic life. And uh, I would like to quote it again. The best gift that you can give to your money is time. So let's keep that in mind always. And uh, with that, we come to the end of this splendid and enlightening session. For all the more reasons that I can summarize, we have enjoyed your share of knowledge in such a, you know, nutshell. And 
it could be you know we could actually take this as an orientation session before we graduate out of college so yes thank you so much for that ma'am and i would also like yeah i have a one last word to say if that's okay yes ma'am okay. sure ma'am so i'm a financial planner and i invariably uh, meet people only in their early 30s and by then tenure is lost and by then they've already loaded up a lot of loans so uh, yeah so it it's it's a lot of time lost it's a lot of opportunity lost and it means fire has become a really big movement and uh, you should really catch on to uh, trends like that that can help you become financially free very very early in fact i do uh, something called a 10 crore club uh, very similar to the fire movement where we're looking at helping people who want to build a wealth of 10 crores doing the right things doing it the right way Uh, no shortcuts building right money habits and being a support community so that those are places and those are kind of people you want to hang out with and not hang out with these people who are flashing their money around so so that's it. Be, be careful about who you're hanging out with company where you are very very true so i think that's that wraps up today's session thank you all for tuning in be sure to leave your comments and reviews on the itunes podcast section and spotify if you wish to contact us please write up your emails to podcast@pragyan.org till then stay tuned and stay safe